0: Yo, 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 what's good underdogs? Welcome to the Underdog Nation podcast. And today's topic, we're gonna be talking about generational wealth and the history of wealth in America. Um, it is February and February is Black History Month. So I'm gonna go back in history just to give you a good perspective of just the wealth in America and how it been separated between generations and race. Okay, and age also. So, I want to start off to say that um, wealth is an important thing in America. America is the land of the free, but nothing is free here. So, if you got the mindset that money is not everything, you have the wrong mindset. My The money doesn't determine who you are, just determine what you could get. So, if you want a lot of things in life, you need a lot of money. That's just a disclaimer. So... To see where we heading, we gotta look back. I'm gonna give you a little bit of history, from nineteen nineties to two thousand and nineteen, the baby bloomers, and baby bloomers are the ages of fifty six to seventy four. That them are baby bloomers. <laughs> um, they have over sixty trillion um trillion dollars of wealth, and they are. 72.2 million people their population consists of 72.2 million people and they have over 60 um trillion of the wealth generation x generation x is the ages of 40 to 55 they have over 28.6 trillion and they their population is 65 million people all right and the millennials that's us the ages of 24 to 39 we have 5.3 trillion dollars and our population is 72.6 72.6 so we total the population and have least amount of wealth maybe it's the age thing you know, because back then they was taught to go to work, X, Y, and Z, and build over long term investments and pensions, four one one ks, uh, rough rias. So it's like, to me, I feel like the age do matter, because if you got like forty years on me, you should be making more money. But we can't use that as excuse, cause we top of the population right now. And the average saving for the baby bloomers is eight hundred thousand, and for generation x is four hundred thousand and just for the millennials is sixty eight thousand yeah sixty eight thousand that's all put together. they feel like we could save and I feel like. Ooh, I feel like the millennials we we was behind the curveball like the way that our parents, which is the baby bloomers in Generation X taught us, was the straight and narrow to go straight and narrow to focus, do one thing for a lifetime and try to just prosper and save all like basically save ninety percent of your money. And nowadays that's really not true. Like, you can't save 90%. You should, but you can't save 90% of your money because, you know, we want to do stuff. we we consumers, basically. We want to buy stuff. We want to go out. We want to eat different things. We want to travel. Back then, they didn't have so much distractions. We want to get the latest iPhones, the latest Js. So, it was not that much distraction in the 1990s. So right now, we got too much things going on to be saving money, but that's a bad thing. I'm not making no excuses for us. All right, so it is Black History Month, so we're going to talk about race. We're going to talk about the average wealth from white communities, black communities, Hispanic, and others. All right, let's get to the numbers. The minimum saving for the white community is 188000 the maximum saving is nine hundred thousand, and that's in the white community. They top all of the communities, obviously, and in the black community, it's twenty four thousand minimum, and maximum is one hundred and forty thousand. One hundred and forty thousand, <laughs> and in the Hispanic community, they have over thirty six thousand minimum, and maximum one hundred and sixty five thousand. That's just as a collective from the stats, I guess with the population and stuff. And those numbers between the whites, blacks, and Hispanics, let's just focus on the white and black. Hispanics, you know, Hispanics and others like the Asians and Native Americans, they all gonna fall between white and black. And we all find the same battle. So white and black, the minimum, is well over 150,000. That's a, that's a big gap. And then the maximum, that's over $700,000. That's a lot of money in between the blacks and whites. And historically, black people spend more in America than white people. So we need also need to save as much as we spend It's ridiculous how much people out here spending money with no savings account. And that's just how much they could count in the bank. You feel me? How much they have in the bank as a collective. And we way behind the eight ball, way behind. We know we gotta start like, you know, it's Black History Month. We gotta talk about Black Wall Street. We gotta talk about the different institutions we had back then to prevent this. And they, you know history, they came and blew it up and set us back, torture us. It's so much things that we went through as a black community that other communities didn't have to go through in America. And it shows that now because a lot of people got that mindset of, of enjoying it as they come, like, like enjoying it as it comes you feel I me mean? that's not a good mindset cuz we trying to build generational wealth we trying to pass things down to our kids we trying to grow businesses either sell them for a maximum profit but if you have a good type of business you want to you want to grow it as much as you can as long as you can and teach your kids about that you know teach your kids about the business when i was growing up business was not in my household nobody talked about business everybody was talking about getting a job get a job go to school get a job go to college get a job and back in my mind i knew that was not one thing i want to do is just get a job and just live my life working eight hours a day five days a week doing overtime and all that shit like nah i want to be free i want to be able to make money through my phone which i do now you know but yeah so let's keep going back to the numbers so they say under the ages of 35, black people have 15% wealth. It's 15% of black people under the age of 35 has a savings account. 15% of millennials have a savings account. And over 55% of black people over the age of 55 have 55% savings account. That's, that's barely cutting it. And in the white community, people under the ages of 35, 45% of them have a savings account. And over the age of 55, 85% 85% of them have some type of savings. That's the numbers. It's just the numbers. It's just, I want to do a, um, a generational wealth um, series. This is just the beginning. Give you a little bit of history. Give you a little bit of numbers. Just for us to zone in and see where we need to fix things. You know my model. You know, We got to look back to see where we're going forward. So... That just, I, I believe in us. I believe in the millennials, you feel me? I, I believe that we could get things together. Because one thing that I feel like we got advantage uh, advantage over every other generation is technology. Being able to make money through your phone, through social media, just online, period. We have that advantage. We got to take, we got to take advantage of that and and start building generational wealth. Black people need to stop spending money and build your own brands, build businesses, build wealth. Um find like start funding different programs in the community. Start start just going other places overseas. My my biggest um let's say my biggest mission in life is to Build multiple businesses overseas, hence the islands, all the islands. I feel like that's a market that's untapped. That's just a little gym you know for people that looking for investments and feel like the American market is too much. whatever you want to make here in America, you can make it in the islands or overseas the u k france um Spanish, South America. All these places are untapped markets that whatever little idea you have, a boutique, whatever little idea you have, and you feel like it's oversaturated in America, those places will help you a lot just to, you know, get you off the ground. You'll be a millionaire over there and a hundred thousandaire over here. So think about that. And that's the numbers. I'm going to do a part two. Um, Just just bear with me. I'm going to do more research. I'm going to probably give you some businesses, business ideas that we could do for this generation. I could um tell you about stocks, the stock market. I could tell you about financing, different um programs in the community. Just give you guys an overall total view of things. But yeah, it's Underdog Nation. This topic is building generational wealth. This is part one. And you know my saying, keep working while you wait to win. Underdog Nation, baby.